Hello and welcome to the Mystic Center, brothers and sisters from around the world. I'm so encouraged that you all are tuning in and it makes me feel so strengthened to have other believers who are watching and waiting for Jesus coming and I believe he is coming very soon. So this uh, video, also I pray for you all. I pray for you all and this is the prayer that Jesus wants to pray over you right now in Ephesians 3 starting with 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or think according to his power that works within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever so our Messiah Jesus for this reason I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name and I ask out of the riches of his glory that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Messiah Jesus may dwell in your hearts through faith and you will be rooted and grounded in love and you will have the power together with all the saints to comprehend the length, width, height and depth of his love, Messiah Jesus love and to know his love that surpasses all in our understanding that you'll be filled with the fullness of God. So that's Ephesians 14 through 20, which I really felt the Lord just like give me um, as we face darkness and we face uh, the tribulation and these end times, the Lord is exceedingly abundantly to do more than we can ask or think. So I'm titling this video, um, Three Days, Darkness, and the Flying Scroll. So um, I have been so sick. <laughs> I had COVID. And luckily I was halfway through it before I knew I had it. And by the grace of the Lord, I didn't end up in the hospital. Um, Although someone near to me got it at the same time, not a loved one, uh, but a friend, and, and he passed away. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been experiencing an exorbitant amount of death. Um, friends of mine, loved ones, significant others, um, dying of various things, heart attacks. Uh, one died from the, the V. Uh, one died of COVID, a uh, lot of deaths. So it's been interesting. I have some thoughts on that, but I want to get right into the what the Lord has been saying to me. And I really wanted to share all these things, but I was so ill and I'm getting better and I praise the Lord. So um, he wanted to talk to me also. And sometimes when he really wants to tell me hard sayings, uh, I'm often pretty flat on my back so I can actually hear them because it's so difficult to hear the Lord um, and put out all other thoughts and all other teachings um, that might not be His. And sometimes when His ways are so not our ways and His thoughts are so not our thoughts, 
and his ways seem to be so much different than what mainstream eschatology taught us that it's like you have to just press in and listen. I have to listen so closely, sometimes for days and sometimes in a lot of suffering. I am so grateful for the Lord. Like his coming is like, I was thinking how it's cleansing the temple. It's when he took the whip. Um, this is going to be the ultimate whip, the ultimate cleansing of the temple, the ultimate cleansing of all false shepherds, all those who buy and sell his name, all those who take advantage of his little ones. This is going to be his end times are the ultimate whip. So I feel really excited about that. And I've been thinking about how the cults, some of the big cults that rose up, um, in like the 60s and 70s, like Scientology, like Jehovah's Witness. Um, of course, the Mormon church started before that. But like, I know so many things are being exposed right now. So many pedophilia and uh, so many awful things. So I really love that because that's our good shepherd. He's, he's cleansing the temple. He's cleansing. He's disclosing the bloodshed of the earth. And the earth is moaning because of the bloodshed. And the earth is groaning and reeling. And he's disclosing it. So... And again, if you're tuned in, I feel or pray that the Lord has led you to my channel. And my channel is really not for everyone. It's for those who really believe in the Hebrewic roots of our faith, uh, believe in the true Israel, uh, believe that uh, Jesus was not recognized by his own in his first company. In his second coming, there will be people that don't recognize him again, his own people. Um, they won't be recognizing how he's coming. So October 21st, uh, 2021, he said to me, in three days, I will rise again. In three days, I will rise again. And I really felt this was three years because I've been, uh, the, the timeline that calculating the last seven believed that we're in the last week of Daniel believe that we're in the last three and a half years already, which started around March or in Passover 2021, uh, October, mid-October would put us in about that three-year mark. Now the Lord may shorten the days. He says he will. Don't know the day or hour, but we can possibly know the month. We can possibly know the year and we can possibly even know the week. So I encourage you to go on to calculating the last seven uh, this is a Hebrew scholar who did a ton of research. He's somebody who will never come out in public. He will never be known. He does not want to be in the public light, but he's given me permission to share his information. And it's very, um, it's the Lord said to him, if he would listen to everything he said, that was, um, that how he was disclosing the end times, that he would disclose it to him if he would listen to what Yahweh said and what Jesus is saying to him, rather than have his own thoughts about what that seven years was going to look like. So I believe there's been many prophetic words filled. And when Jesus said, three days, I will rise again, it was really significant because I believe that it will be sometime around October 2024. And I believe that the uh, he's hiding still. I believe we're in the tomb. 
I believe that the shadow picture of the crucifixion was the shadow picture of these last seven years. So we have the mark is here. We know that's the COVID pass is the mark. And we know that the false prophet has joined the two horns. We know the Pope and the Grand Iman. We know the Pope is moving. Uh, the, the false prophet is moving behind the scenes. He's moving with big tech and trying to censor extremists, which would be like myself. Um, we also know he's moving to uh, restore the Abraham, uh, Abrahamic religions, but that is uh, when he visited the Mount of Ur, but he's, that is including Islam. So that um, Islam can never be included with Messiah Jesus because they do not believe the same God. So that is a false system. You cannot falsely join those three. And so he is a false prophet. Um, so in Jesus hiding in the tomb, it's like, what can we expect? Like I started really thinking of what the disciples felt and what, um, you know, what they might've felt. So what so, they might've felt is all is lost. Like when Jesus was in the tomb, they had their savior gone. They didn't know anything. They just hang out by the tomb. I talked about the invisible secret door that we have to hang out by, um, it might look all is lost. It might look like the enemy has won. Uh, so that is very um, something that we might be experiencing, that all is lost. And I got new glasses. <laughs> I hope you like them. But I have like a little reflection that's kind of funny. Anyway, um, so the darkness is going to get really dark. Um, the second word I got during my coronavirus um, hell was the darkness coming is unprecedented. It's unprecedented darkness. And it's not something you can fight against. It's the day of the Lord. It's the terrible day of the Lord. And darkness will reign for a time. It will appear that darkness is reigning. And... We know the Lord reigns, and I believe in that darkness there is a there is a rest for those who are following. I believe there's a rest. I got scriptures about rest that my people on October 31st, he said, my people will enter into rest while those uh, darkness. Um, so all we have to do is stay under the blood. There's nothing else we can do. We can't be good enough. We can't fight it. We have to stay under the blood, just like the children of Israel, and we have to gather in our secret chambers and stay under the blood. But as the darkness gets darker and as the demonic get more demonic, um, the, the lawlessness is unleashed. The people of God, uh, the Lord promises us a rest, and I felt an ocean of rest, an ocean of spiritual rest as the darkness gets darker. So that was another word that this darkness is coming, this unprecedented darkness. There's also this song in the night. I've talked about that a lot that's promised in Isaiah when the earth is reeling and everything's falling apart and cracking apart that we have a song in the night. The Lord gives us a song. And also he was telling me that the only light in the darkness other than him, is the virgins that have filled their oil. So the virgins that have been listening to the Lord and have their oil filled will be lights. But everything else is going to be very dark. About military invasion on December 1st, um, there was military trucks everywhere. 
And I was taken to a basement, and then I was taken to a spa, so like in a fancy hotel. So that was really cool because I love spas. But um, so that was part of this darkness, part of this chaos. Maybe the I don't know what the next wave is that the Lord told me. I was prophesying about the next wave of trouble. Could it be war? Uh, it's possible. On November 14th, um, was a really, you know, I'd been like feverish and laying there for a few days. And um, finally the Lord, you know, sometimes I just have to wait until the Lord, like he does not let me have any relief until I really hear him. And I know that that's what he's trying to say. So on November 14th, 2021, um, he talked to me about, about Ezekiel, about eat the bitter scroll. So that's in Ezekiel um, three, he said to me, son of man, eat this scroll I'm giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it and it tasted sweet in my mouth. And then he said, go now to the house of Israel. And <clears throat> so basically prophesying, son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech or difficult language, but to the house of Israel. And they have been unwilling to listen, and I will make your face as hard as their faces and forehead as hard as their foreheads. Now, I was a prophetic person. I've had to prophesy some things that aren't fun. Um, but this was especially not fun. Because after he said that, he talked to me about the flying scroll. So... The flying scroll is prophesied in in Zechariah, and in Zechariah, um, now in the calculating the last seven, uh, there's layers of seven. So the Lord, uh, what He's revealed to him is that the Lord has revealed everything in patterns of sevens. So the seventy weeks um, that were determined upon the city to in in the week in Daniel. Um, there's the, a lot of sevens, a seven day of com the rest, and there's been layering of seven. So 2022, in his calculations, would be the layer of seven when we would see nuclear war. Uh, the proper interpretation in, in Zechariah 5, 1 through 11. Now, I might do this again because I'm not, like I said, I'm not a Hebrew scholar. I took a couple years of Hebrew, but I really, whenever I really feel the real interpretation of Hebrew I it registers in my spirit as a prophet and I feel and I know that I feel it's true so um Zechariah 5 1 through 11 uh talks about the flying scroll and there's been a possible misinterpretation that it was that these two women um so let me just read a little bit of it before I go into too much and um, also, there was, uh, okay, so I talked about the darkness, the scroll, the three days. And one more thing before I talk about Zechariah is the other thing the Lord gave me, I had a dream, and in the dream I saw Philadelphia in the words in Revelation. And when the, I saw Philadelphia and that popped out at me, I knew that meant the Church of Philadelphia in Revelation. And I knew that it, what the Lord said in the dream was that I have the Church of Philadelphia in the right place where they're supposed to be. 
So he can now start this these uh, darkness and possibly the flying scroll and because he has his church the ones that we were going to escape the uh tribulation or escape the, that was only one of the seven churches in revelation and it's very few people and i have to say like i don't deserve to be in that category at all and if i am in that i am very grateful uh I feel like those who think they're in it probably aren't and those who think I could never be part of that church like the Lord how would he ever like want to have me escape anything uh, you're probably in it so you know it's sad but there's mainstream Christianity uh, so many people aren't really aware of how soon he's coming and then that whole Left Behind series, which lied to people that they won't have to go through the tribulation, you know, hasn't prepared people to go through the tribulation which we're in. So if you don't think that, I mean, when you see the beast system permeating, like if you turn on any uh, world news in any, you know, I, I, talk, I listened to the head of the EU and she talked about the mandates and misinformation and she sounded exactly like the head of Google and the head of YouTube and she talked exactly like the progressives in our country um, and then if you tune into what's going on in Australia it's exactly the same thing there you know there there's there's surveillance uh, there's mandates uh, you can't have misinformation misinformation means that you're not agreeing with those things in Brazil, there are masses of people protesting in Italy and in UK, so Austria, so all over the world. I'm sure there's many more I'm not mentioning. That's, it's permeating. The beast system is permeating. And the little horn, like I talked about, is probably not going to be what people thought. And he only subdues three nations. Um, he's speaking blasphemies, but... It's not really ever clear that he's speaking uh, as an idol sits down in a holy place. Um, but I've taught you can listen to one of my videos about that. But a man does not sit down in a holy place. And of course, I don't believe there's a third temple. I believe that there's I have a video on that. Like it's not interpreted as that. I believe that we've already been measured. The inner court's already been measured. That's us. And now the trampling down of the outer court. So I encourage you to listen to my whole series. It's on YouTube. It's on my podcast. Because um, it makes so much sense. It really makes sense. So then these things I hear you can put in the context. Um, so the Church of Philadelphia, the Lord said, he has them where he wants them. And now he can start to do these more you know, horrific events. So uh, I've warned so many people and a lot of my Christian friends don't believe that we're that close to the end and they don't believe that the COVID passes the mark. And, you know, I just have to move on. I just have to keep uh, talking to those who are listening. And if you're listening, um, you're probably at the Church of Philadelphia. And that means the six other churches, you know, they're going to be judged more harshly, probably go through harder times. Um, one of my theories on the number of people dying, uh, especially if they're believers, is possibly the Lord is just taking them home because maybe they would be too weak 
they might take the mark, you know, um, maybe he wants to spare them. I don't know. But anyway, a lot of death. So back to Zechariah 511. I'm um, just going to read this. So based on the revelation to Michael Rood of the correct translation of the Hebrew word Isha as burnt offering made by fire in the context of Zachariah's vision instead of the traditional English translation of woman. So the word Isha, and I know enough Hebrew to know that that is, um, can also be interpreted woman or that the word for women is very close to that. Um, is the the translation in English uh, from the Hebrew was translated as woman, where it re really means burnt offering made by fire. So this is all, I'll read this shortly here without the Hebrew. And I turned, and this is what they believe, uh, the, the they believe, Michael Rood and Calculating Last Seven believe this is the true translation. And I turned and I lifted up my eyes and I looked and saw a scroll flying. And he said to me, what do you see? And I said, I see a scroll flying, the length 20 forearms and the width 10 forearms. And he said to me, this is the curse going out and over the earth of all the earth. Because those stealing from this thus are made clean, and all those swearing seven times from this are made clean. And I sent it out, declares Yahweh of hosts, and it enters into the house of the thief, and into his house, and consumes it, and its timber and stones. And he went out, the messenger, the one speaking to me, and he said to me, Lift up now your eyes and see what is going out of this. And I said, what is it? And he said, this is the Edvoth size container going out. And he said, this is their appearance to the eye of all the earth. And see a circular lid of lead was lifted up. And this burnt offering made by fire, one singular, was sitting in the midst of the epic size container. And he said, this is of moral wrongness. And he threw it in the midst of the epic size container. And he threw a weight of lead uh, onto the mouth. And I lifted up my eyes and I looked and saw two women going out and wind was in their wings. And to see wings as the wings of a stork. And they lifted up the epic size container and said, <clears throat> excuse me, and they lifted up the epa size container between the earth and between the heavens. And I said to the messenger, the one speaking in me, where are they taking the epic size container? And he said to me to build for it a house in the land of Shinar. And it was erected and it was rested there by the house. So the Hebrew word Isha means woman, but spelled exactly the same way, the same vowel pointing Isha can also mean burnt offering by fire. The word Isha in Zechariah 5.7, normally translated as woman by every English translation to this date, has been a misinterpretation of the Hebrew word Isha, which in the context of Zechariah should be translated as burnt offering made by fire.
It is not an evil woman who has placed the lead container on top of the flying scroll in Zechariah 5, but instead an evil thermonuclear burnt fire was placed inside a lead-covered nuclear warhead container on top of the scroll-shaped missile. The plural form of Isha or Ishe, burnt offering, is Ishe. I-S-H-S-H-E-Y. The plural word for woman is Nashim and is used in Zechariah 5.9. It is possible that Zechariah saw two fires carrying the flying scroll missile in Zechariah 5.9 and originally wrote Ishay, but because Nashim looks so similar to Ishay, the word Ishay was accidentally changed to Nashim at some point by a scribe who thought they were correcting the text to Nashim. And the more likely possibility is that in Zechariah 5.9, Zechariah saw two people who appeared to be women, who were pilots, giving the wings of an airplane to transport the nuclear scroll missile to the land of Shinar. This, this then confusion of the word woman is what caused the vowel pointing to the word Isha, Ishe, into meaning women, when it originally meant fire. The vowels of the word Isha may have originally been Eshesha, which strictly means fire, in general rather the fire offering. It is interesting to note that the United States military also recognizes in its nuclear war train films that a nuclear or thermal thermonuclear warhead can be properly described as a woman. In the training film for self-preservation in the atomic bomb attack in 1950, produced by the Cascade Pictures of California, Inc., for the Armed Forces Special Weapons Project, it is said by principal actor instruction in the film, look, I won't kid you about the A-bomb. I've seen what it can do in Japan, Bikini and Enowatok. It's deadly. It's like a woman. One of the other soldiers he's explaining the A-bomb to then quips, that I've seen it, to which the instructor says, and I mean never underestimate its power. Thus, according to the United States military, even in Zachariah, even if he was describing the thermonuclear warhead as a woman, he was still accurate in his decision. So that would be like, you know, an evil woman, someone who's going to manipulate you. And sure, she could be deadly, like a nuclear bomb. So, um, modern Zachariah. So here's a little bit about the flying scroll. And I will put a link to this uh, page, if I can, in the description box. You could read this for yourself, because I think it's really, really interesting and important. And I think if the Lord tells me that a flying scroll is imminent, then I'm listening. And I don't know how much that will affect my life or my loved ones. And I'm not to be worried about that. I'm to concentrate on the Lord, keep the blood over me, and He's going to see me safely home. So Zachariah saw a flying scroll. That was his description. The modern equivalent is modern missiles and intercontinental ballistic missiles look just like scrolls flying. 
Zechariah saw this evil burnt offering made by fire inside of a lead container attached to the flying scroll. Modern evil nuclear burnt offerings made by fire are attached inside of their lead containers onto the tips of flying scroll-shaped intercontinental ballistic missiles. Zechariah saw the evil burnt offering inside of the lead container attached to the flying scroll enter into the house of thieves and those who swear by the name of Yahweh falsely across the entire earth. Modern evil nuclear burnt offerings made by fire are able to be carried in their lead containers by flying scroll-shaped intercontinental ballistic missiles across the entire earth to anywhere on the planet and enter any house. Zechariah saw both wood and stone of the houses consumed by the evil fire offering attached to the flying scroll and then saw the evil fire offering remain in the house even after it was consumed. Modern nuclear evil burnt offerings made by fire are able to consume not only wood but for the first time in human history were the very first fire created by man capable of melting and consuming stone into nothing and the nuclear burnt offerings made by fire remains in the house that it destroys as nuclear radiation. Okay, so I hope you can look that up and research that a little bit. If the Lord tells me there's a flying scroll coming, then I believe him. And all of my prophetic words um, get, I have confirmations from people I trust. Uh, like, I'll, it'll be the same day I get a word from the Lord about the flying scroll, and then I'll get um, someone in, you know, I trust that I believe here's when the Lord, they'll get the same thing. So someone I trust will get the same thing. So there's generally always a mouth of two witnesses um, with prophetic words I get. Now, I have, you know, talked about the military invasions and the world war, and so everything hasn't happened exactly how I thought since I started, uh, you know, since I saw the Revelation sign in 2017. And since I've been doing these videos in 2018, I think. But the timing has been right. I mean, everything's just been like, like clockwork. It's like, you know, right around the three and a half year mark, the past the COVID pass comes out, the mat, the mark comes out, you know, right around that three and a half year mark and February 4th, 2021, the false prophet joins. Like it's very, um, so this would make sense that the Lord says there's three days, I'll rise again. <laughs> and the, the flying scroll will be coming that the darkness will be coming. Um, so there's been some other things that were just significant. I thought were the um, you know the the amount of these um, asteroids and firebombs that are coming through the air. There's, they're happening in so many different places around the world. Um, there is some kind of statue at the UN, and I couldn't find it. Um, but some kind of like really gross animal statues that's going to go on a tour from the UN. So I thought that was significant. Um, during my time of COVID, uh, there was some secret councils going on uh, in, in November. So I don't know all the specifics on that, but the Lord said there were people meeting in secret. Um, probably the Pope, before they met at the summit, um, which was that world summit, the climate summit, 
that was uh, definitely some bad stuff happening there. And then there was some secret counsel in China, which I don't know what happened there, but the Lord said that they are meeting in secret privately. And um, there is some great persecution going on in Africa. Um, you can look up Heidi Baker. Um, the, the ISIS is, you know, persecuting people. Of course, we talked about the harvest. The great harvest is upon us. So the people being persecuted and killed in the name of Jesus, um, there is a boldness that's come out uh, with the people of God. So they're just sharing their faith boldly as they're being persecuted, which is what help, uh, helps the harvest. And that's what the part of the harvest, the first harvest, as, as the Romans saw the Christians is giving their lives uh, in the lion's den and, and in the, the big stadium, then there was a great harvest. So there, uh, as we have more and more persecution, there'll be a great harvest. Again, the two witnesses, I believe they're here, but I believe they're like two regular guys and they're not on the world stage yet, but I do believe they're here. I thought it was interesting that um, I heard this account that 144,000 unaccompanied minors have come across our southern border, um, I believe since Biden was in control. But I thought that was interesting. Now, 144,000 is very significant to the Lord. The 12 tribes times 12, the 144,000 witnesses, which I believe are already here. Um, you know, what was he saying by that? Because part of, you know, we know that God uses everything. He uses everything. So I'm frustrated by the southern border being open. But is the Lord using that to get some people to a safer place um, as we're in these end times? I don't know. Just a thought I had. Um, so as darkness is raining, stay under the blood and stay with him who has able, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or think. Concentrate on him only and don't listen to like, False prophets. Um, um, so the Scientology, like I said, that's being exposed. Uh, that word I had about the pedophilias being exposed was February 2019. That's when Jeffrey Epstein got taken down. Um, the bones being exposed in Canada with all the, the, the children that died. Like God is busy exposing his bloodshed and it's exciting. Like it's an exciting time. So the darker it gets, uh, the closer we are to him. I want him to do whatever he needs to do to get here, to cleanse his earth, to uh, free us from every false shepherd, every false way. I pray every every sheep just gets taken out of every cult and every false doctrine. And I'm just so thankful that I can be here during this time and experience the Lord's presence and his power. I pray over you and I pray over your loved ones. I pray whatever it takes to get them to that place with Jesus that they need to be in for his coming. I pray that he would not lose one of them. He will never lose one of his sheep. And I praise you and thank you, um, Lord, for just not uh, ever losing sight of us. Like, you'll just do whatever it takes to get us and bring us home to you. So I appreciate you all tuning in and pray for me as I pray for you. 
I really, you know, I have a great love for his people in the earth. And he loves you so much. He will do whatever it takes to get you. He will do whatever it takes to get us home safely. And I praise you as times, uh, Lord, get dark, that you are the light of the world and that you're the light inside of us and that your light, we in your light, we see light. And we are going to be in that light forever, ever, ever. And I praise you, Lord. And it's going to be hard to see people perishing. And it's going to be hard to um, know that people actually are going to hell. And um, But we want to share in your heart. Like I, from the beginning of the end times and from my whole life, I want to be where the Lord is. So if he is in uh, causing the darkness, I want to be with him. And if he is bringing a flying scroll, I want to worship him. And if he's causing persecution that's leading to a harvest, I want to be in that place with him. Like I, the Lord, it must be hard for him to destroy his earth. Uh, but he's done with it. It's over. That time is over. And those have, who have built their arcs like Noah and um, we, you know, are safe in him. And so I'm so grateful. So just show us each day, Lord, what to do to keep the light in our, our camp, our, our lamps going, keep the light going, keep the light going, just keep it going. Uh, we're in the light and we see the light in him and the darkness has not overcome it. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, and I praise you. And I just go uh, blessings over everyone that's tuned in. And I hope I can do another video and podcast soon. All right. God bless you. And until next time. All right. Jerusalem of God.